public health experts are calling on the government to be totally transparent on any past or present dealings that MPs may have had with tobacco companies. The coalition is set to repeal Labor's smoke-free legislation but says it remains committed to meeting smoke-free goals. Now that comes as the Associate Health Minister tasks with, tasked with the repeal continues to face questions over advice she sought about freezing tobacco excise taxes. Here is our political reporter Giles Dexter. New Zealand First's Casey Costello is new to the job, but she's already feeling the heat. Two sitting days into the year and Labour's Dr Aisha Verrill has bombarded her with questions. Why did she say in the House yesterday that her comments to media were, quote, truthful at the time, end quote, because, quote, being offered something and asking for something are two separate matters. The Associate Health Minister told Radio New Zealand she had not sought advice on a three-year freeze on the inflation-adjusted tobacco excise tax, but she had. The Minister's defence is that she was sent a document offering a range of advice on a range of different matters. She ticked yes to all. When I received this delegation, I provided a range of information to officials, including things like Hansard records and previous um, policy positions around smoke-free and vaping to help guide conversations. The health paper came back setting out a number of areas on which I could be provided advice and I marked I wanted advice on all of them as I consider as important to be broadly informed before making decisions. She says they were not her proposals but simply requests for advice. The government's rationale for repealing the smoke-free legislation is it would be difficult for retailers to implement and lead to rising crime and a black market. University of Otago public health academics, including Dr Janet Hook, have compared some of those statements made by ministers with tobacco industry talking points. Just how is it that some of the arguments that are being put forward by politicians have got these similarities with arguments that have been adduced by tobacco companies? I think a little bit of clarification would go a long way. And she wants politicians to come clean on whether they have had any dealings with the tobacco lobby. I want to be really clear that we're not trying to accuse politicians. We're simply asking questions and documenting what we see as being similarities and arguments and asking them to clarify how those similarities have, have arisen. Labour leader Chris Hipkins wants to know whether anyone affiliated with the tobacco industry was involved in writing or developing the party policy documents Casey Costello provided to officials. The Prime Minister says he's not responsible for any other party's manifestos, but it's right that officials should have them. Is New Zealand First's policy on tobacco now the government's policy? No. So why would New Zealand First's party policy document have been presented to officials as government instruction? It's not what I said. It's not unreasonable that officials should actually see party political manifestos in consideration as they think about dreaming up policy advice that actually lowers smoking. The Prime Minister says he expects all ministers to comply with the Cabinet manual and declare any conflicts of interest. And pointed out, Cabinet did agree to increasing the tobacco excise tax late last year. That was our political reporter, Giles Dexter.